Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. It is Brendan Escott sitting in today as Bob travels to Seattle with the Oilers. 133 in Edmonton. It is St. Patrick's Day, but a solemn mood has fallen over our city as of yesterday morning in the wake of the slain police officers, Travis Jordan and uh, Brett Ryan. So our hearts heavy and our thoughts with those families today. Meanwhile, we do have a couple of hockey games taking over Rogers' place this weekend. The Oilers on the road. The Oil Kings will be at home and just a few games left in this season for them. So let's get the lowdown from head coach Luke Pierce on a game day. Appreciate you jumping aboard, Luke, especially considering you guys play this after or this evening, I should say. Uh, how you doing today? Yeah, doing well. Thanks, Brennan. And uh, like you mentioned off the top there, my thoughts as well with the, with the families and and everybody with Edmonton Police and appreciate to see all their dedicated service and um, thinking of, of everybody over there. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you saying so. Um, with the mind on hockey here, I want to rewind to March 8th because it was a big game for you guys out on the road in, in Regina. Obviously, don't need to set that one up. You've got probably the best player of that I've ever seen in uh, in junior hockey, not named Connor McDavid. And you storm into his barn and you come away with a 3-2 win. Just uh, how meaningful was that for your team, especially at this time of year? Oh, tremendously uh, impactful for our group, I think, um, just to, to help kind of create some inspiration here down our last few weeks. Um, uh, I'll give our guys a lot of credit. I mean, we talked about there was a team that came off of, of three really big games, and we kind of set the stage to tell them that, you know, this was we could catch them in a bit of a trap situation where – uh, they were about to head back out on the road, and um, maybe they, you know, had already packed their bags and weren't thinking about the game against us. And to our guys' credit, I think they they fully took advantage of it. They got after them early, and um, you know, some really solid goaltending from from Colby Hay. And we were opportunistic when we needed to be. And but it's you know, it it, it feels good. That building's rocking right now. Like you said, they've got tremendous crowds there to watch you know one of a, a generational player that's come to our league so uh, a fantastic you know boost in in our spirits certainly as a group 
Some lopsided losses coming in the lead up to that. So you're able to flip the script not only for that game, but then you take Winnipeg to overtime in their building the next night, you know. So even though you don't come away with a victory, uh, I imagine in a season like this, those are the types of sort of bulletin board accomplishments that you've really got to lean into. Is that fair to say? Yeah, no, that's fair. 100% it is. And I think it's... Uh... The Winnipeg one was interesting. I thought we came out with that, you know, a, a real good jolt of confidence from from playing as well as we did in Regina, and um, came into the third period tied and gave up two goals really early, and uh, that had been what had sunk our team recently was being close going into the third and then just kind of running out of gas. And in Winnipeg, we we clawed back and and tied it up late to go into overtime. So that showed a lot of character of our of our young team and. Um, Obviously, you know, fell short there in OT, and then the next night in Brandon is where you start to see the youth, and then the fatigue levels kick in, and another game we were close going into the third, and and just kind of the wheels fell off a little bit. So, being able to do things consistently well is is really what determines um, elite teams, and and right now for us, it's still something that we're growing through. Chatting with Oil Kings head coach Luke Pierce right now on Oilers Now. A couple of home games uh, coming up, Luke, as mentioned here. Uh, but six days off between that loss against Brandon and then obviously tonight's contest. So I wonder at this time of year with the playoffs well out of reach, what you have a, as a coaching staff to do to really keep the engagement level up. How much of a challenge is that for you? Or do you have a group that's quite bought in? Uh, yeah, we have a group that that I feel is very bought in. I, at the same time, it is a tremendous challenge because you, they're human and they understand what's you know the end is is only a couple weeks away, and your mind starts to wander. So you want to have them in here as much as you can to avoid that, but it, you still you don't want to burn them out and make them not want to be here. So um, I thought we had a really good balance this week. We we took Monday off after a, that's a long trip home from from Winnipeg and Brandon and um, a much needed kind of rest day and then instead of coming in here Tuesday and going through a regular routine we went and played pickleball at the at the Edmonton Pickleball and Volleyball Center which was a tremendous amount of fun and it still keeps the guys together it keeps them all engaged but it just it changes the mindset a little bit and and felt that we got a really good jolt energy from that uh, on the next two practice days so it's just trying to find some different things for them that again keeping them all together and engaged but you know, maybe uh, not necessarily just going through your standard routine of being on the ice every day. I wonder who some of the leaders in the group are that are sort of helping keep guys in check and helping keep the the group chat going or whatever it it may be that uh, at this stage of the year it would be so important to keep those fibers going together. Yeah, you lean on those, uh, obviously, the older guys that have been through some of it. And then the one guy that really has stood out to me and our staff is, has been Loic Dag and Loic's a player that joined us from the from the Quebec Major Junior League on waivers and um, just his out, his outlook on life has been a, a really refreshing thing here. He's you know just such a positive guy that uh, embraces the opportunity that he's in and the challenge that he's been a part of and uh, he's having fun and and still I mean he's the hardest working guy on the ice every day and he's 20 years old and you know, about to head off on his university career, but he, you know, he plays every game and every practice here, like, uh, you know, he's still trying to earn a draft. So um, he's been a, a really good inspiration, I think, for a lot of our young players. Has he picked up the first goal twice now or two games in a row for you? Yeah, yeah, he has. And power play has been, uh, he's just, yeah, he's been really good. And he keeps coming in and asking us for ways to improve and get better. And I think that just shows you the type of person that he is. And, 
that's what we want for you know for our young guys to see that I think is uh, is really important because of being a part of championship teams here that's what those guys were like they were always looking for ways to get better regardless if they were first round NHL picks or you know 20 year olds that were uh, you know headed in into university but to be a champion I think that's you need to you need to constantly be looking to improve. I wonder what you can say, uh, Luke, about the goaltending room and just the, the, I guess, the overall attitude and approach to the fact that there's going to be quite a bit of rubber coming towards them, uh, you know, on a game-to-game basis, and there have been some lopsided scores, but you come in and you punch the clock and, and you're going to work until the season's uh, season's done. Yeah, goaltending, it's an interesting, I mean, not such a valuable part of your team, but it's also a very unique part where, uh, that, that you're kind of a, a little bit of a one-man sport at times, and uh, we talked to both goaltenders before the road trip about I think them just needing to reset their minds on expect to see 50 shots tonight. That's the reality of the situation that you guys are in, and um, you can't really embody the same body language at times that our team has, where you're you know defeated, and it's a one-on-one challenge every time you face a shooter, and and trying to embrace that and. Um, I thought they've they've done a good job. I mean, obviously the one in Brandon got a little bit away from us, but uh, a lot of fatigue, like I said, kicked in there. So uh, with goaltenders, I mean, it's sometimes you look at a guy like Sebastian Costa last year. There was a lot of nights where he didn't face much rubber, and um, you know, I think early on in his pro career, that might have affected him a little bit. I mean, he's playing tremendous hockey right now, but sometimes as a goalie, you want to see a lot more pucks, and you need to find ways to thrive on that. Uh, up front, Luke, Gavin Hodnett's been a name that we see. I mean, he's leading your team in scoring. So when we when we get those uh, standout performances, a lot of the time it's been his name, and it's just his first year, full year, I guess, in the league. He had five games last season. But a diminutive player in stature, but it seems like the production does not follow suit with that. Yeah, he's been impressive. And the thing that maybe jumps out the most is the consistency that he's been able to do it with. I think most young players, and especially at 16, but even 17 and 18 year olds, they usually go through real ebbs and flows in their seasons, and and they get into some long troughs of of lacking production, and and uh, that hasn't been the case with Gavin, and even on nights where he hasn't necessarily produced points wise, he's still driving the offense for us and leading our team in entries and chances created and things like that. So um, we know the the intelligence level that he has, the skill set that he has, but the the consistency, I think, really speaks to the mental approach that he has to the game, and that's something that usually takes a lot longer for players to, to develop uh, in their career. And uh, it's, you know, We're the benefactors of Gavin's maturity right now and, and know that uh, he's going to have a tremendous you know career here. Not a bad thing for a young player to experience a little bit of adversity. I wonder what uh, dividends this might pay for him two or three years down the road, right? Having this character-building experience. For sure. Everything, every experience you go through, it's what you, it's how you decide to respond to it that's, that'll determine the outcomes. And for Gavin, I'm, I'm pretty confident in what that is going to look like. I, he's going to be a very determined player again next year, not just to improve his own game but to to make those around him better and um you know i think we witnessed that with with you know top end athletes all the time that there hits a point where you decide that you're going to help your team and um i think for gavin he understands it's going to be an important part of his future and he wants to win and this this kid competes at everything i mentioned about pickleball i mean he was the most competitive guy on the floor and um he plays ball hockey in the summer his team's qualified for nationals on occasion like he just 
he's got that competitive gene and um i know that uh, this adversity is going to fuel him for sure to to improve our group all right uh, just one more question for you here luke and that is for uh, a preview of this weekend's action you get a double header on home ice medicine hat tonight lethbridge tomorrow what do you expect to see well, both teams are, are fighting into the playoffs here, Medicine Hat especially, and uh, all of our opponents going down the stretch. That's that they're in this battle for those last uh, couple spots in Eastern Conference. So we know we're going to get teams that are you know playing heavy and hard. And I like this Medicine Hat team a lot. They're they're young, they're quick, and they're kind of a year ahead of where I'm hoping us to be. And um, the Lethbridge is a little bit heavier of a group and. We'll see that we had a tough game against them last time, but we have beat them twice this year. So I think our group is fairly confident, and we want to play these last couple games at home in front of obviously what will be great crowds and and uh, leave it on a on a positive note here in Edmonton. Great stuff, Luke. Seven o'clock puck drop for both games. Really appreciate you taking the time this afternoon once again. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Luke Price, head coach, or Luke Pierce, excuse me, head coach of the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. It is 145 in Edmonton. It is St. Patrick's Day. It is a Friday. Not a bad combination. We'll get to some of your text messages. 780-496-0063. This texter says the Oilers, no, Oil Kings, Oilers. I'm sure the Oil Kings would love the veteran presence of Ryan Reeves. But this texter, Carl from Cambrose, suggests that the Oilers, in fact, should look at signing Ryan Reeves. McDavid gets some additional protection with him in the lineup next year. And yes, I know he's a 36-year-old. I don't know. I think they've got Evander Kane to take care of that kind of thing. I think... They could have taken a swing on Ryan Reeves this year if they had a mind to. It would have worked out. It only cost Minnesota a fifth-round pick or so. I think they've got enough people to handle that kind of business. But I do love watching Ryan Reeves go about his business on a nightly basis in the NHL. When he gets out there, when he gets mic'd up for whatever it is, that's gold. That's good for the game. I don't know if I'm any good for the game, but I hope you come back when we return from this break on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. A big happy St. Patrick's Day to you and yours. Hope you're celebrating uh, tonight some responsible manner. It's good to have fun. It's good that this day falls on a Friday, but it's also good to remember that we lost two valued community members uh, yesterday in the line of duty, Constables Travis Jordan and uh, Brett Ryan. And we're just... Um, I suppose rolling with the punches the day afterwards as information continues coming out. Obviously, keep it locked on 6.30, Chad, throughout the rest of the afternoon. Rob Breckenridge, 2-3 to three today, and Chelsea on Chad from 3-6 to six with all the latest on that front. But we still get to escape for another, uh, what are we at, 11 minutes or so here, give or take. Um, don't have the exact line combinations heading into tomorrow. It was uh, not a complete skate today. Uh, but we will check out the, um, what is it called, the lineup report, the game day lineup report in lieu for tomorrow. Lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. Let's just take a peek at what they ran with last night, and I'll tell you why I feel this way, because if uh, if Zach Hyman's ready to rock, I, I just cannot see Warren Fogle descending down the lineup with the way that he's played. So that leads me to believe 
if we're we're projecting. McDavid will center Kane and Hyman tomorrow. That leaves Dreisaitl with Nugent Hopkins and Fogel. Then you're looking at a third line, Bjugstad, uh, Janmark, and Clean Costin played there, but I can see where maybe he falls out of the lineup. If not, look at Devin Shore, who dressed last night as part of the 11 and 7 to come out. Who were the seven defensemen? You know them all by now. Darnell Nurse, Cody Cece, Matthias Ekholm, and Evan Bouchard, who frankly have kind of ascended to that number one pair since uh, since Ekholm arrived, and Bouchard really is, has slotted in a, alongside him nicely and then you've got Kulak DeHarnay and Philip Broberg and I saw Broberg in shooting lanes I saw Kulak rushing the puck and it's frankly hard to miss Vinny DeHarnay no matter what he's doing out on the ice he prevented the goal and the penalty kill uh, last night and that led to what was the shorthanded goal by Matthias Janmark so there you go a quick look uh, I expect Stuart Skinner to start this game as well and then, as Bob mentioned, there's a Monday-Tuesday back-to-back on the road next week, and Jack Campbell uh, should be appearing in one of those. So, all right, which one of these guys comes out of the lineup? And that's still if, if Zach Hyman is good to go. Um, sounds like if it's the playoffs, he's playing right now, but a good time to rest some guys if you have the opportunity. Why not? Why not? Two o'clock puck drop. Tomorrow afternoon on 6.30, Chad, you love the weekend matinee, right? I don't know. I don't know. But at least it's not a guaranteed loss like it seemed to be in years past. Oh, my goodness. Mark in St. Albert texting the show. Says hard to get into St. Patrick's Day given the loss of our two EPS heroes. I feel sad. Absolutely, Mark. And that's why we really haven't... Um, that's why we really haven't done much celebrating today. It's it, The heart's too heavy right now. We are in mourning. Shane in Saskatoon says he wants to send his thoughts to all of us in the Edmonton area. Our hearts are grieving with you as well. Appreciate that very much, Shane. Thank you. Stephen from BC uh, is texted in wondering if I have any Irish in my family. I actually do, Stephen. I, <laughs> I've got the, uh, the cliched shamrock tattoo on my left calf. My, uh, my grandfather uh, came on my mom's side. He came from Ireland. His mom was from there. So, yeah, uh, some, I, did, I don't know if it's a quarter or an eighth, somewhere along the line. But, yes, I do have some Irish in me. In fact, my mom's named Shannon, which is a very Irish name. Ah, 7804960063. Haji says, uh, use uh, Ushka Baha. I believe I've pronounced that correctly. We've opened with them several times. Uh, as an Alberta police officer who's attended far too many slain police officer funerals, can you play uh, a different song here dedicated to the fallen? Haji, we're going musicless until next week. I think it's just uh, a simple decision on our front. We're going to, we'll keep the, the tone here. I understand. Um, I understand where you're going with that, and I appreciate you grieving alongside with us. I know we said we were going to escape, but a lot of the text messages coming in are just directly related to that and what has been a pretty difficult last couple of days here. This is where, you know, you'll have to have sports as sort of a reminder, uh, or it is an escape, but then you have the reminder, I suppose, of these instances that puts everything into perspective. So... I don't know, struggling to find the words on this front. So instead, I'll tell you that Royal Pizza 
is pizza, pasta, and so much more. And they're still making it great. Get their new Canadian club pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch. Oh, my goodness. And some fresh tomatoes as well. That sounds delicious. Visit royalpizza.ca. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Travel down to California this April next month to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. 1993 we go and the Oilers making a swap. They trade Essa Tikkanen to the New York Rangers in exchange for Doug Waite. Yes, Waite tallied uh, eight points in 13 games the rest of the way, but ultimately he spent nine years in Edmonton. He served as captain, scored 577 points in 588 games and an era where scoring wasn't necessarily that high. Uh, I was a mere toddler at this point, so you know well more than I do just how impactful Doug Waite was on this franchise. But my understanding is at the time where this franchise didn't have a whole heck of a lot left to hang its hat on, Doug Waite was that guy. So maybe bridging a gap, in a sense, to a, a different generation. Big Rig Al texting in. He says a retired uh, PO. Heartbroken, but we shall meet again in Valhalla, he says. That's Big Rig Al checking in. We'll make that our last text message today. Appreciate everybody who contributed at 780-496-0063. Back to your regularly scheduled programming on Monday, but uh, certainly not forgetting about those, uh, those officers we lost, Travis Jordan and Brett Ryan uh, once again. Continued coverage coming up on 6.30, Ched, this afternoon. We've got Rob Breckenridge, as mentioned, 2-3. to three, And then it's Chelsea on Ched with Chelsea Bird. Oilers in action tomorrow at Climate Pledge Arena. Our coverage here on Ched starts at 12.30. Puck drop at 2 o'clock. A little later on tonight, you know, you've got Reed Wilkins cleaning up the sports scene as well with Inside Sports at 6. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to sit alongside you. Enjoy your weekend. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And don't forget to remember.